You're listening to CMRU.ca by Students For You. Playing for you now is Spotlight Hits with Kaylee Stobart. Empowering pop music right now, it's Spotlight Hits. Hi there. Welcome to the best moments of Spotlight Hits with Kaylee Stobart. I'm Kaylee, and I have edited together an entire podcast of the wonderful moments from my show. Sit back and enjoy some wonderful interviews and some wonderful rants and commentaries along the way. Thank you for listening to this show. I hope you enjoy. I'm a student here at Mount Royal in the Broadcast Media Studies program. That means that I'm learning something new every day that I'm here in the studio. One of the things that I've learned was how to interview people. Come listen to the interview package that I made with all of my friends. Come listen to a phone-in interview and also listen to an on-air interview that I did with my friend coming into the studio. I love learning new things and it was so much fun to experience all of these wonderful techniques here at the Broadcast Media Studies program. We all have days where we need something to make us happy. And sometimes we need some ideas on different wellness activities we can use to make us happy. I went around campus and asked some students what they do to make them happy when they're stressed or sad. Here are their responses. Hi, I am Joni Stewart. I'm a psychology major. Hi, I am Triton Toon. I'm in computer science. Hello, my name is Francis Sheila Tumbis. I'm a third year cell biology student in MRU. Hi, my name is Brilia, and I'm in my first year of nursing. Hello, my name is Jessica Quiring, and I am a first year student in the Bachelor of Public Relations degree. Can you tell me something that you do as a wellness activity that brings positivity and joy into your life when you are sad? Something that I do for fun whenever I'm really stressed and I need to relax is sometimes I'll do yoga, I'll read books, I'll watch movies and binge shows, obviously, or I'll call my family and talk to them on the phone, but a lot of what I do is wood burning uh, or pyrography, and I'll use fire to basically embellish into wood a really pretty picture, and it's really cool. And so I will choose who I'm going to gift a piece to, and then I will base that piece around their personality. And I'll be like, this person really likes cats, but they're also a really bubbly person, so I'll wood burn the cat. And then I'll use watercolors and do different watercolor blotches to incorporate that bubbly, happy kind of feel. And so that's what I do to relax. I like to give things to people and I like to create. So when I'm sad, I usually just hang out with my friends and my boyfriend. We eat out because I'm a big foodie. That's really something that makes me happy, especially if I'm having a bad day. We usually watch movies because I also love watching movies, so basically food and movies is my go-to every time I'm sad. I don't know, I play a lot of video games, but yeah, I've been playing uh, Subnautica where you explore the open expanse of the ocean. I love it because like, I don't know, ocean's scary, but uh, in that game you're like, you get used to being scared of things and you're not scared anymore. So I've been liking that a lot lately. What makes me happy is cooking and cleaning. Cooking is very therapeutic for me and I enjoy it a lot. We hang out with my family, my boyfriend, go out to eat, we love to eat. I like going on runs outside and it makes me really happy because I get to be in nature and just enjoying the surroundings around me and then physical movement also brings up my endorphins. (laughs) 
Sometimes in life we feel like we can't make it. We need motivation. Sometimes the best motivator is ourselves. I asked the same group of students to tell me something they wish they could tell a younger version of themselves. Their responses are amazing and very moving. Take these responses as some personal motivation. We all deserve some wonderful encouragement in our lives. Alrighty, so what are some words of encouragement that you would give to your younger self? What I would tell my past self, a younger, tinier Joni, is that you need to push past what other people expect of you and you need to surround yourself with what you want to do and with good people. People that care about you and that you care about and not false people who have zero cares about you. It's important to focus on what you want and what is good for you. And I think a few stuff that I'm going to tell um, my past self is that I want to tell her that I'm proud of her. She shouldn't listen to anyone that said that she can't do anything because she's smart and she's basically capable of doing anything that she want to do in her future. I'm really proud of her. I would tell my past self not to worry so much about the happiness of others and over yourself. Just like kind of worry about your happiness first, you know? If the plane's going down, you worry about you, not the passenger beside you, you know? It's okay to be sad because things will get better. Something I would tell my past self is not to focus so much on what other people think of you and just to do what truly makes you happy in life. Any last remarks? Just like Jorge Luis Borges says, so plant your own gardens and decorate your own soul instead of waiting for someone to bring you flowers to work hard for what you want, so at the end of the day, you're making yourself proud. I had a wonderful time interviewing students here at Mount Royal. Their positive responses made me so happy to see a variety of wellness activities we can use. Artwork, food, gaming, and more are just some of the great activities you can do to make you happy. Thank you for coming along on this journey around campus with me. If you're feeling lost and need some words of encouragement, don't worry, this interview is here to help. Sit back and relax and listen to a wonderful interview with the one and only Joni Stewart. Hey. Hello, Joni. Hi. 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 So what program are you in, Jody? Um, I'm a first-year psych student. Oh, my gosh. That is so fun. So you know all about, like, mental health and wellness in your program then, hey? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Alrighty. So let's get started. So what are some wellness activities that you do? Oh, my wellness activities? Well, I really enjoy reading, um, talking to people, whether in person or on the phone. <laughs> uh, I enjoy doing art, spending time with pets, and cooking. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. Can you explain a bit of like cooking and stuff? That sounds super interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I consider cooking a wellness activity for me because it acts as one of my creative outlets. A lot of times I will follow the basics of a recipe and then experiment with my own spices and flavoring. Cooking is part of everyday life. So, you know, why not take the extra steps to make it enjoyable daily wellness activity? That yeah. is so neat. Wow, what kind of, like, foods do you make? Oh, see, I, I don't always stick to a specific food. Um, especially recently, I've been experimenting a lot. So I really like to just 
go off and learn new things. My roommate will bring me a recipe and it'll be a challenge. It'll be a new recipe where it's like you can't break the yolk, so you have to treat the eggs very carefully. And so we'll do that. And then I'll realize we have leftover egg whites. And so I'm like, let's try making, for example, the other night we made a pavlova because we had extra egg whites and I've never made one. And so so it's super exciting. Yeah, I just really like to experiment and further go into different things. I don't have like a favorite one to cook. It's just trying new things and going further with it. Now, what about pets? Because that is amazing. Like that cooking sounds so good. You made me really hungry. How dare you? (laughs) But what kind of like things do you do with your pets and what kind of pets do you have? Oh, see, I think it's really important to spend time with pets because um, they really help with mental wellness, right? That's why there's so many, why therapy animals are so productive and good. And I grew up on a farm, so we had a lot of pets, you name it, rabbits. We have chickens, if you can consider those pets. Some people do, some people don't. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we had so many cows. (gasps) So (laughs) I really, really loved cows because I was a kid and I grew up in a 4-H club and I would train my cows. So I'd often pick out a steer, which is a neutered bull, and then I would train him how to lead, and I'd brush him every day, and we'd play together. Cows are just super playful, and if I'm angry or sad, a lot of times I'd either go to my cows and pet them or, like, hang out with my dogs. But honestly, cows are just giant dogs. They're fluffy, and they're cute. That is Big, amazing. Those are some wonderful wellness activities. I'll definitely have to try cooking. That sounds really fun. What yeah, kind of for sure. Artists, do you listen to when you're having a bad day? Ooh, see, this is a very difficult one because I don't have a favorite artist. So the types of artists I listen to varies. It can be varied by genre and stuff, but in varied by songs usually and beats. But whenever I'm having a bad day and I'm feeling sad or angry or something, I listen to a lot of times sadder songs or angrier songs, which kind of seems counterproductive. But it's kind of what I do. I go to those sad songs and those emotional songs. That's really interesting. Are there any songs that like you can think of at the top of the head that you listen to? Yeah, for sure. Um, one that I've recently listened to over the last like few years was, for example, Popular Monster. It's, it sounds super angry and it's got a heavy beat, but sometimes it'll break and the beat will kind of drop and there'll be the sadness in his voice. It's just full of such raw emotion. And so I find that really, really helpful. And I feel like I can connect with that artist and it makes me feel seen and it makes me realize that I'm not the only one going through this there are other people out there that is so well said oh my gosh you just moved me so much (laughs) so what do you think is the most important thing to do when you're sad like what's something that you do when you're sad when sad I think it's most important for people to talk with other people Maintaining your connections and relationships is a very important aspect of mental wellness. It doesn't matter if the person is someone you know, like your friends or family, or some stranger you've met online that you've never seen before. Just spending some time and talking to them, whether over the phone, in person, or texting, is just super good for our mental wellness because it helps us escape the little barricade we've built within ourselves. Whenever people are sad, especially me, (laughs) I often barricade myself in. I don't talk to people. I kind of just shut down, and I get trapped in my own thoughts. And so by reaching out and talking to someone, it just helps me break out of those thoughts. You don't have to talk about what you're sad about or angry about or upset about. You can ask them how was their day, and they can just talk about how their day was. And it doesn't have to necessarily be what's bothering you. It's just a way of kind of escaping that and taking a step back into the world and 
helping you drag you out of your own brain into talking with people again. And I think that's the most important aspect of it. That is such wonderful advice. Thank you so much, Joni. I think it's really important for people to have that special person that they can call and talk to. And it's a wonderful point to bring up. Thank you so much. Are there any other bits of information or inspiration you'd like to tell our listeners today? Well, I would just say it's okay if you're struggling. You don't have to be happy all the time. It's not important to always be happy. You can have bad days. And whether you're someone who listens to really happy music when you're sad to help you get happier again, or you're someone like me who listens to sad music just so they can kind of feel seen, it doesn't matter what your coping methods are. Just make sure you're reaching out. Make sure you're doing some wellness activity. Take care of yourself. Make sure you're putting yourself first before other people. Your wellness is super important, and it's it's not it's very important that you don't not focus on that. You have to focus on yourself. That would be my advice. That is wonderfully said. Thank you so much, Joni, for coming in today. And thank you for all of these wonderful remarks that you've said and all of these wonderful inspirational messages. You're so great. You're going to do great in your course, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like the world is going to have a beautiful therapist coming in its way. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. I'll make you cuddle cows. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm actually excited. That sounds like fun. <laughs> They're so good. They're so happy. <laughs> Alrighty, Thank you so much, Joni. Yeah, no problem. Bye. It was nice talking to you. It was nice Bye. talking to you, too. All righty. I have a very special treat for all of you. Welcome Cassidy Kay. Today, she'll be talking about overcoming her own challenges, and I hope she'll inspire many of you to overcome your own challenges. She's a student here at Mount Royal and is a very dear friend of mine. Be empowered and come listen to wonderful messages. I hope you enjoy. Hello, Cassidy. Hello, Kaylee. I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. How are you doing today? I'm good, and you? I'm doing amazing, actually. Awesome. <laughs> Alrighty, so what program are you in? I am in ecotourism and outdoor leadership, part of the HPED degree. Ooh, that sounds really fun. So I'm sure in that degree, you've probably faced many challenges yourself. What's a challenge that you faced in your life that you've overcome? Uh, recently, a really common um, challenge that I seem to be facing lately is like, is this the degree for me? Um, a lot of the people in my degree is like very um, physically fit and everything. And like, sometimes I feel like I'm left behind because I'm not at their level. So I really face the challenge of like, is this really where I should be in my life? And like, is this the true degree for me? But like, then I get to interact with all these people and like, they help me like feel really included and like, even though I may not be the fastest hiker or the most fit person making it up the mountain, like I still feel part of like one of the best communities that I've ever been a part of. That is absolutely beautiful. I feel that as well, like being in a program where like you don't know if you fit in or not and you have to make yourself fit in. I feel that a hundred percent, but you know what? You're doing it. And that is amazing. And I'm very, very, very proud of you. Oh, thank you. So what's a message that you could give to like other people like you, like any female hikers out there or people who are in ecotourism and stuff like that? I would say like, don't let anybody hold you back. Like I know, especially being like a female in a very male dominant um, program, especially with like, if you wanted to go into guiding with hiking and stuff like that, that is very male dominant, like white male. So to be a female 
or like any person who might not um, feel like they necessarily belong in that field of work, like you do belong. Like there is a spot for everybody and there's so many ways to become included and then like yeah, it might mean breaking down some barriers that like you don't feel comfortable with, but those barriers need to be broken to be included. That is very well said. See, personally, I'm too scared to go hiking by myself because of bears. Is there something that you wish you could tell someone before they go hiking? Oh, there's so many things like and it depends if you want to go as a soloist or if you're going as a group like I'll focus on soloing, especially like this past Thursday or past Tuesday. Sorry. Um, I just went and did a solo at Johnston Canyon um, up to Inkpots in Banff National Park. And I did it as a solo. The first part was good because it's really populated and everything that and that. But once I hit the point where it was like I was alone like there I was in solitude there was nobody else there like I was left with my thoughts every every thought I've ever had that was like terrifying there and it's like oh my gosh what's gonna happen so how did you overcome those feelings that you had honestly just let them in like yeah you might be afraid but you can't let that fear control you like if I stopped every single time I thought I heard anything like a person an animal or just like even the trees rustling I probably wouldn't even make it two feet up the trail. Like That's exactly how I would be. I'm like, oh my gosh, what was that? Nope, time for me to go home. <laughs> exactly. Like it's just such a it's such an inspiring thing to be like able to actually complete that hike and especially alone, like and yeah, just be able to do it and be like, I did this all myself. Like this was my own empowerment, my own skill. Like I can do anything I want. That is beautiful. Like, it's like it gives you that sense of accomplishment, right? When you're able to go and do it alone. That's actually so cool. And like, why is this important to you? Like, why hiking? Why not like nursing or something? Like, what is so special about hiking that you really enjoy? I would honestly say the beauty of nature. Like, there's so much to it. Like, you're not limited by nature. Like, even if you're going out to a Calgary park or if you're going out to the Banff National Park, like, there's so much beauty in nature and there's so many different aspects to it. Like you don't have to be hiking up a mountain and like to call yourself a nature adventurer or whatever. You can literally just go to your like your park or out to the school field and go out um, over by the pond and just be like, I am one with nature and this is where I belong. Like there's so many aspects to it and just like the feeling of being welcomed in nature. You don't have to conform to anything. Like you get to be yourself. Wow, this is super empowering and so moving. I'm definitely going to have to go hiking with you in the spring. I won't do it in the winter because it's too cold for me. (laughs) No, there's no such thing as like cold weather. It's just unprepared hikers. (laughs) True. How can hikers make themselves feel safe in the wilderness like when they're going hiking at different temperatures and stuff like that? It just kind of depends on like what definition of safe you mean. Like I would definitely say like bring the essentials hiking, bring your water, bring um, bear spray, bring all of those things, but also like whatever you feel you need to bring to be prepared. If that is um, some type of whistle, if that is an extra um, uh, pepper spray, like you bring what you need to make yourself feel safe, but you also don't let your fears define your trip. Like you need to be able to face your fear while still feeling safe at the same time. Wow, that is like super, super moving and super amazing. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to go hiking. Um, I'm definitely going to have to bring you with me (laughs) because I am quite nervous to go by myself. What would you say to people like me who are very scared and nervous to go into the wilderness? 
Don't let your fear control you. I know that's very cliche to say, like, don't let your fear control you. Like, it's so easy to say and it's really hard to do. But, like, start small. Even if you're just, like, taking a solo around a park to start with and then you work your way up and go to a really populated trail. And, like, you never actually have to hit a point where it's, like, you're hiking up a mountain by yourself. It's actually not advised. Um, Just do simple things. Like... Being a soloist doesn't mean you have to do everything alone. Like you still have the nature around you. You still have people. You're just you don't necessarily have to worry about other people and what they think of you. You get to just be there present in the moment. I like what you just said. Like you don't need to worry about what other people think of you. That's a really important message that I think everyone should carry with them because we are our own individual. Like we don't have to change ourselves for other people. And that's really well said. So where do you see yourself in the future with this degree that you're in and this wonderful, fun job that you have? Where do you see yourself like five years down the road, 10 years down the road? Everyone always asks me this question and I'm always like, oh, how do I answer this? Like there's so many things I could say, like especially with my degree, like you can do so much. Like you can go into hiking guide. You can be just an instructor. You can um, go farther and become a teacher at Mount Royal. Like there's so much you can do. I'm thinking... For me personally, I'm hoping one day to get into guiding and be able to um, guide people like me out to the mountains and stuff, especially people who feel like they're not necessarily welcomed. Um, Like, because I know I did a big hike and I was really paranoid about it because I'm like, I don't I don't fit the standard 10 day expedition hiker like, but I do like the nature brings me so much joy And that's all you need is that joy in nature and the love of it. Like that's what brings you the the passion. And that's where my passions lie are in the outdoors. That is absolutely wonderful. I really like how you're advocating for yourself as well for taking this course and becoming a female hiker. And you're proving that it doesn't matter what you look like, your gender or anything, that you can do anything. And as long as you put your mind to it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like your, your mind is your biggest limit, your biggest um, advocate, like you yourself make or break everything. That is absolutely beautiful. Alrighty. What is an inspirational message that you would tell the younger generation? So say there is a younger individual out there in the world who wanted to take on hiking. What would you tell that younger person? Don't worry about what other people are going to think about you. If you like say, I want to make a career out of hiking, like I was really worried um, when I first started thinking, like, I actually want to make a career out of this. And I'm like, but there's no money in it. But, like, you need to get out of that mind frame, like, oh, there's no money. But, like, if you love it and you want to do it, there will be money. Yeah, you won't be a billionaire. um, But, like, that's not the point. You want to do something that you love. Like, don't be stuck in a job that's going to make you miserable for the rest of your life. Do something you love. And, yeah, like you got to find that. And especially if that's hiking, then you work towards that. Like there's ways to do it. Yeah. They may not be easy, but you can do it. Like if I can do it, I promise you, you can do it too. Like everybody can. That is so wonderful. I can use that piece of advice even towards myself too, where I'm in a communications degree and I need to go find a job that I think will inspire me and make me feel like I am worth it, right? And I want to work a job that makes me really happy. Totally. And it doesn't matter the, the money aspect of it. As long as you're happy, you exactly. can enjoy it. Exactly, yeah, no. I think people get so caught up in money nowadays that it's like you need to find what passions you have in life. Exactly, you get one life, right? You've exactly. Make the most of it. Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Cassidy, for coming in today. Well, thank you for having me. I've had such a fantastic time. Thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to say? I don't think so. But yeah, like follow, follow your dreams. Don't let people defy you and don't let fear control your life. Like, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Cassidy. Thanks for having me. I always love adding a personal touch to my shows. Whether this is through a commentary or a rant, I always want to make sure that my show is personable for people. I want to make it relatable as I'm talking about very sensitive subjects sometimes. Here are some of those rants that I pre-produced for my show and I'm very proud of them. I hope you enjoy. gonna lie i love listening to some canadian representation serena Ryder was one of my favorite artists when i was little fun fact stompa was the song i played in my middle school rock band i was the singer who danced on stage when we performed this and i didn't care that no one else was dancing with me i didn't have any stage fright when we performed stompa either rocking out and singing stompa made me feel unstoppable it made me feel amazing i stomped my little feet and encouraged the audience to dance with me it is a very good memory of mine it's what made me realize that being on stage isn't that scary when you're performing something you love. It taught me to let loose and have fun. That's what life is all about. There's no shame in enjoying the little things. It's all about living in the moment. I carry that with me every time I have to perform. All of these songs make me happy. I hope that they can make some of you happy too. I have many fond memories of Selena Gomez's Who Says. I remember dancing to all of her music videos when they would come on Family Channel. For any of you who don't know, Family Channel is the Canadian equivalent to Disney Channel. It plays the same shows as Disney and some extra Canadian shows like The Next Step. I watched Family Channel every day after school. I watched Wizards of Waverly Place, Hannah Montana, Phineas and Ferb, you name it. My favorite show to watch was Wizards of Waverly Place with Selena Gomez. She would come on with the commercial breaks and I would sing to her songs and I would listen to them play and I was always so excited. Wizards of Waverly Place holds a dear part of my heart because it's what my dad and I would watch every morning before he would go to work. When he went overseas with the military, I would still watch the show and it would remind me of him. Listening to Selena Gomez's song, Who Says, just reminds me of this memory I have with my dad and I. Reflecting on the good old days can be a great way to bring positivity to your life. If you're having a bad day, try to remember a good memory and stroll down memory lane. This is a great wellness activity that might work for you. It doesn't always work for everyone and that's okay. Empowering music right now, this is Spotlight Hits. You Say is such an important song to me. I resonate with this song because it reminds me of all the challenges I faced during my life. Many of you won't know that I'm a bass brat, born, raised, and transferred somewhere. My dad is in the military, and this means that every four years, I moved across the country. During this time, I changed schools almost every two years and was forced to make friends at every posting. After the second move, I was used to making new friends, and it turned me into the person I am today. Being a military brat has its own challenges. Your parent can be gone for months at a time, and you sometimes can't even talk to them as much as you'd like to. When my dad was overseas, he was almost 12 hours ahead of us. If we wanted to call him, we'd have to get up for 5 a.m. and FaceTime. These are the kind of challenges military children have. But it's okay, and it's an amazing experience. I got to live on the coast of the Pacific Ocean all the way to the Georgian Bay in Ontario. I've got to travel the country countless times and made amazing friends along the way. I am now more resilient and capable of meeting new people more easily. Military children are the dandelions of the world. We are able to move where the wind brings us and we can grow anywhere. We are strong 
If you've experienced these challenges, you are not alone. I hope my story inspires you of how you can grow from your challenges and how it can turn you into a stronger person. This is Spotlight Hits. And there we have it. These were some of my favorite moments that I was on air with Spotlight Hits with me, Kaylee Stobart. I can't thank everyone enough who's helped me and supported me through this entire endeavor. I will definitely be going on air again in the future. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope you have a wonderful and empowering day. This was Spotlight Hits with Kaylee Stobart.